0: Good afternoon. We are trying to approach and explore a very important topic. Something that calls, the Rambam calls Avodah Gedolah great, enormously important aspect of Jewish life, which is the quality of simcha, of happiness, especially in terms of the performance of a mitzvah and out of the love of the Creator who commanded us. Should we, should, we, should, we, should, we, should we have invited like Nehemiah into this? Should I invite her? Now we're going to start again. No, she'll so get on the on podcast. The, on, the, on the podcast. I, I on honestly, the podcast. So, yeah. Okay. You were thinking about it? No. Okay. Like if you give me odds, no, no, it's there okay, won't be no, odds no. in the world that you got. No, 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 there won't okay. be an out of the world. There's not one out of the world. <laughs> a, that's that's a, I'm okay, sorry. We're starting. No, we're, we're, no, we're, we're starting. Okay. It was good. That was a practice. Once again. Okay. One more time. Clap. I'll do it you're gonna mess it up if you do it okay we are trying to explore the topic of Simcha translated not adequately in English happiness especially as it pertains to a person's involvement in the mitzvot all the aspects of Jewish Torah life which the Rambam calls avodah gdola great Uniquely important aspect of a person's divine service, a person's spiritual accomplishment. Rabbein Bachye in uh, Sefer Dvarim says that it's an obligation. It's not merely a um, greatly desired level, but it's absolutely obligatory upon a person. And the Ramam also brings from the same source that uh, it could be serious consequences for not accomplishing this for anyone who is capable. So what is it really all about? Well, the Maggid Mishnah addresses this. He starts off and he says, Ikir haDavar, the essence, the most primary ingredients as pertaining to performing the mitzvot with joy, is the following. He doesn't say, a person should stop and think about the greatness of the Creator and how fortunate he is to be having this connection, to be able to do any mitzvah. That, of course, is indispensable. That's not what he focuses on. He focuses on the following. He says, it is not fitting for a person, it is not correct for a person to do the mitzvahs Because he's obligated and he's forced to do them.
1: It's not proper to do it that way. But rather,
0: he's he's correct, it is proper, he's quote unquote obligated. This is the truth, this is the correct approach to do it gladly, to do that which is good because it's good, to do that which is true, to choose that which is true, because it's true. And from that he will come to understand, to realize, we'll, we'll see, who has to be more fully, that this is what he was created for, and that will bring to him rejoicing in his involvement in that which he was created for. So we already raised one question, last week's, Get together. That was, it seems from the market Mishnah that there are seemingly two possible approaches, two potentially valid approaches in doing the mitzvahs. And he has to say it's not proper to do it because it's an obligation and one is experiencing, experiencing it as being forced to do it.
1: Is that really plausible? Is that
0: really viable? Is that really reasonable? Could somebody really think this? If he meant to say just, you should reach the level, you should understand it correctly, such that you'll be rejoicing, then of course you're not going to feel forced. It seems like we're dealing with a possible attitude that this is preferred, or at least acceptable, to which he's saying, no the torah is teaching us that is not the proper way so what is that mindset that a person would think this
1: is the proper way or a proper way before we try to approach this i think it's also worth putting on the table that
0: cannot be simply that when a person feels forced to do something, there's resistance, it's uncomfortable, and that's going to be a negative element preventing him from doing it by Simcha. Because he's feeling forced, so of course it's not not a good feeling. Because that's only like a lack of a negative. Ram was calling Simcha gedola, and Magnesh himself continues That a person will come to understand, this is what he's created for, and he'll rejoice in that. That means there's something powerfully positive that has to be what's causing the simcha. This whole experience of doing what is good, doing what is true, also needs to be understood. That's the next question. That is a positive force. So when he's doing something because he sees it simply as an obligation, and he's doing it because he's forced to do it, that's not merely, it would seem correct to assume, just a, uh, a negative element, but there's the lack of the positive. That approach, he doesn't have the positive source of energy to have the joy in the simcha. So that could be helpful to us to understand what is that real source of the simcha all about. One more question. When the Magi Mishnah says that he should do what's good because it's good, choose what's true because it's true, we could ask, what is the basis for a person to know that something is good? What is the means that is available to every Jew to know that when he's doing the mitzvot, he's doing that which is innately good? Of course, there are many aspects of life that we can understand naturally with the human intellect. Honesty, integrity, kindness, compassion, the entire gamut of following the ways of Hashem that are all kindness and truth and mercy. We understand even intellectually to a certain degree, and the Torah teaches us more and more. But there are many mitzvahs that we don't understand naturally. We're Essentially, it's being fulfilled because this is the direction of the Torah.
1: So, and if it's not supposed to be just
0: because it's an obligation, just because I'm commanded, but because it's good, then what is the, the basis for a person to have that recognition such that it will be being done in a glad and happy fashion? It doesn't seem reasonable is not, not indicating that he should come to an understanding of the reasoning behind all the mitzvot. That's that's a very big job. That's not expected of every person to start off at the very outset or to have to need to come to a full understanding of the mitzvot. That's their reasons are not even spelled out often in the Torah. Of course, that's very worthwhile, that will help to enhance it but as the basic source of doing what is good because it's good and knowing that it's innately good, doing that, which, choosing that which is true because it's true and knowing it's true,
1: what is the basis for that? I ask
0: you, my friends, do you know? <laughs> Can you answer that instantaneously? Somebody will ask you, "How do you know that the mitzvahs are all innately good? Whether it's the positive to acquire, whether it's the negative to avoid. What's the how answer? do you know that this is good, such that you should relate to it as it doesn't need to be an obligation? I don't need to be forced to do this. I'm grabbing you. it. I'm gl- I want it. I it's, know it's good." Because Dovid Amalek said,
1: "My father had oh. me on."
0: Excellent, excellent. Okay. See, you know well, let's, I mean. go, let's go to the most, let's start with the most basic, <laughs> fundamental source of that. Then we'll come back to the contrast. Lahora, the answer is really quite simple. It is very simple, and really known to us already, at least on some level. So, and, and I guess a very good hint for it, is what the Maggad Mishnah has afterwards, that he will know that this is what he was created for. He will be engaging in the mitzvahs and he will know, he will be s- able to sense, he will be intensifying the knowledge that this is why he was created. Well, does a person, do we know why we were created?
1: The, 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 Amchal tells us, or, or HaKham tells
0: us, the purpose of creation was only one, only one thing. To bestow the maximum good that is possible for the Almighty to bestow to His creation. <coughs> and that's why the human being was created with such a nature to be able to receive that good. What is the source of that good? What is the means of that good? So the source of that good the, the, is the good that is within the Creator Himself, who is total perfection all total good. And the means to achieve it is a person being given a means to connect to the Creator, to become truly connected, to take the potential as within him and bring it into actuality through his own effort, through his own choosing it, through his own making it of, his, of himself, and thereby connect with the source of true good and thereby be able to receive that true ultimate good. So all the mitzvahs are only nothing more, nothing else but the means to connect the Creator, to be able to receive the maximum good for the Creator to thereby bestow to us the maximum good that is possible for us to receive. So we know clearly, simply, that any mitzvah is one example, one means, for that ultimate kindness to be bestowed, for us to partner, to help to create, to be doing our share to bring about that bestowal of the ultimate kindness and good that is possible to be bestowed, which we will then be the recipient of. So, anything that a person is doing, what does it mean? True, because it's true. This is the true means to receive the ultimate good, that is possible for a person to receive. So he knows that any mitzvah is innately good, is innately true. It does not need to be commanded, to be forced to do it. The the commandments are just revelation, that these are the means.
1: What is the simcha coming from? Let's try to define, what is the Simcha coming from? Okay, I'm going to offer a suggestion.
0: <laughs> I, I think the clue to it is when he says he will know this is why he was created. When a person is getting in touch with his true essence, when he is engaging in the true,
1: the whole true essence of his existence,
0: which is one of the highest good. Is this
1: interactive or (laughs) non-interactive?
0: After the sentence. I'm I'm trying to get it myself. Is that okay? Okay. Again, so he's saying he will know this is what he's created for. He's actualizing his true self. Not just like, oh, he's in harmony. What is the nature of that true essence of the person? That's of a potential good that is like that of the Creator, which is the ultimate. When a person is engaging in it, when a person is involved in it, he is sensing, if he's doing it the right way, if he's not blocked by a wrong attitude, he's doing it because of its own innate goodness, that he knows is true, even before he understands it fully, how it's working. Then he knows he's engaging in the creation, the formation, the, the, that connection, which is the source, which is the bestowal, the creation of the maximum good that can be done, that he is involved in. So he is experiencing the good that's within him, that is of the good of the Almighty. And that is very, very good experience. <laughs> That will be experienced as very rewarding, very gratifying. That's simcha of a very deep, and full sense that a person
1: will feel, or could feel. is not blocked,
0: which there can be many blockages on a very deep level. He will know this is what he was created for. And his creation is for what? The maximum good. And he is of that himself. He will sense that within himself. He will sense it being forged, being brought into fruition, being actualized. So that will be very uplifting.
1: What's the contrast? What is the attitude of
0: uh, to do it because it's an obligation and I'm forced to do it? That's a mindset that I should submit myself. That it's, that it's, that it's Somehow valuable that it is praiseworthy to be giving up of myself for in deference to the greater power. A person could have such a mindset and think that is laudatory, like we always we always uh, praise mysterious nefesh, giving of myself, sacrifice, self-sacrifice, but that's a mistake. There's no sacrifice taking place ever. A person will only be achieving greater spiritual accomplishment, spiritual wellness, spiritual connection, true connection to the true source of good. Sometimes we can sense it more readily. We help somebody in need, we could sense it doing something good. There, we could really more easily make contact with it. Some things are not as natural until we gain this mindset, which could take a while. But the, the question still remains, why would somebody think that the other path <coughs> is a good one? Where is that coming from? What's the, what's the source that produces that kind of an attitude?
1: Because it should be obvious that
0: the mitos are not for Hashem and there should be there's no element of sacrifice there are challenges, yes, There's distractions there's what needs to be overcome but ultimately they should feel forced in the contrary, he
1: he knows if he understands
0: maybe somebody just is not aware what it's all about, but it doesn't seem like that because the Magimishi would say well, we should just let you know what it's really all about it's for your benefit, it's a desire to, to bestow good to you and then Everything will be resolved. It seems that a person could know that information and still have an attitude of, I should submit myself. I should, be fo- I should allow myself to be forced. And that's an okay approach, where I'm really resistant, but I will, I will, so to speak, force myself. I will succumb to be forced to do it. And that will be you know, a great religious accomplishment. And Malcolm is saying, no, that's not the way to do it. It's not
1: the right way. Right, so, it's, so it's quite understandable
0: why a person has that attitude. is not going to be having the positive. He's not going to be in touch with the real, true nature of the mitzvah. He's not going to be engaging in the act of bestowing good to himself, of partnering with the Creator, bring bringing about that purpose of bestowing ultimate good. He's not going to be in touch with that. So he won't have the source of sin. Of course, there will be the negative, but there will also be the lack of the positive. There's a, there's a pasuk in Parshas Rei that says the words, you should attach yourself to the Creator. Be'er Rebachai explains it. One explanation he gives, that a person shouldn't be like a servant who wants to be free of his master, even when the master is very good to him. But the nature of a slave servant is, he'd rather be a free man. It says the Torah, you shouldn't have that attitude of wanting to separate. Rather, you should embrace, you should want this connection. Because this is the true freedom. It can't be a Torah saying, do not desire to be totally rebellious and throw off everything of the Torah. We don't need a person to tell us that. It must be that there could be in a person some form, some level where, okay, I'll submit, but I rather would be free. Not that it's really theoretically possible, but if I could be, if I could be possible, I'd rather be free. But I will submit. Says the Torah, "No, don't do that. Tour. Embrace it. Be one.
1: Be connected. It's all good."